Hey guys and gals, today we'll be talking about the movie Poltergeist 3. And, um, you know, like I said, I said in my first review, I saw this on HBO a lot of times growing up. And, um, you know what? I still like this movie. I know, I heard there's a lot of bad reviews for this movie, uh, there are haters for this one. But, you know, at the end of the day, speaking for myself, I still enjoy it. I love snow, I love mirror tricks, mirror special effects. So, this movie. Kind of has it all for me, in my opinion. And um, in a way, I can see our one of our most beloved characters from this from this trilogy kind of have to move on. But but you know what it is, what it is. You know, first rest in peace to both characters, Zelda and and um. Oh my God, I forgot the girl's name. Heather Rock, right? I think that's the name. Heather Rock, Carol, please Carol Ann. Anyway, this movie, the movie takes place in Chicago, right? And um, you Carol Ann is staying with her, with her aunt, you know, instead of her pat, instead of her, her mom and dad is not in this movie. The only returning character is pretty much Carol Ann and Zelda Rubenstein's character. And um, well, anyway, pretty much Carol Ann is staying with this new family, with her, who's aunt, the father, and the fa they even have their own daughter. And it's pretty much, you know, she gets get used to living with them for a while. But meanwhile, because of her going to the school and her teacher put like through the hypnotizer, you know, to her, uh, her situation, which she's really not pretty much, it kind of gave her like the memories of Brandon Kane back. And that's how Kane was able to find her this time. Because, and, and, you know, a lot of people also get confused from this movie too, because it's like, after how part two ended, how could he come back in part three? And why did he even do it? The movie, you know, you know what I'm saying, but you know Hollywood, what is what is you gotta build build a franchise around something, right? But anyway, to continue it on, Kane finds her, and you know Kane's already prepared. You know he's making the building all cold, you know freezing up the building. Um, as the movie progresses, you know the parents are going to the party. The daughter supposed to babysit Heather Rock's character Callahan. But Kelly said, you know what, go to the party with the boy that you like. And that was like an open opportunity for Kane trying to take a, take advantage of her, trying to like get her back. You know, say, hey, you gotta lead me to the light again, pretty much. Actually, lead me to the light. Actually, you know, not lead, lead me to the light again, but lead, lead me to the light, pretty much. Like he tried doing the first two movies, and he failed in doing it. But anyway, this Kane, I think, was played by a different actor. And the way they had Kane set up, like, he had like a rubbery mask like what it looked like to me. He, he doesn't look like. He looks more comical looking than because the second movie he was kind of scary looking, you know. But in the third movie he's like comical. He looked like the hobo who lives in in your corner bodega or some shit, yeah, you know. Whatever. Um. Anyway, Kane trying to get get to Callahan and then he actually succeeded in taking Callahan inside of his dimension again, like he did in the first movie. So this is pretty much a remix of the first Poltergeist movie. But in the city instead of in a in a little town. So while the evil king got Callahan and he got the daughter, the daughter also. Um, the movie progressed, you know, as the father and the, and the mother has to be the as has to be the hero of this whole movie pretty much to get the kids back and battle the evil king with the help of Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein's character, the psychic lady. Meanwhile, you got the doctor. The teacher in Callahan's school was going with them too because Callahan, he thought Callahan played a joke on him pretty much. 
which she did did not. But he's kind of curious. I said, "Hey, I gotta see what's going on. I gotta get over there, just just to let the parents know. I think you're doing to play the joke on me." But he had his usage, though. You know, he was able to. You know, as the movie progresses, you'll see all that. But anyway, the parents have the balcony and his trickery. You know, all these mirror tricks, special effects, and um, there was a scene when Zelda, you know, when when Zelda trying to get Caroline to come come to the real world, and the father kind of like he was impatient enough trying to get Caroline through the mirror. That's when Kane was able to use his trick to touch Zelda's Wolfenstein's character. And she kind of like died, you know, her body was like a skeleton, rotten skeleton like. And um, the daughter comes out, and it, but at the movie you're gonna find out that's not really the daughter, you know. Um, yeah, it's pretty much, as we progressed, Zelda Lucy's character, kind of from as a spirit world, she gave the necklace, the power, to the father, to hopefully the necklace could help him and, and the wife to defeat Kane and rescue their kids pretty much. And you know the mainly, as I said, mainly the movies will be, be more focused on them trying to save their kids, you know, and and you know also you got like the mother, Aunt Peg, or Aunt, is it Aunt Trish? Oh shit, I forgot. Well, anyway, the aunt, you know, who who was the sister of the of the wife in the first and second movie, but you don't see her in, in the first and second movie, by the way, of course not. But you know that's who her relation is to to Callahan's family. But um. She kind of had, she kind of like have the lost feeling, like you know what? I, I wish, pretty much, I wish she never came. We would never had this problem. But like I said, the movie progressed. You know, you, she she realized that she, of course she did not mean it, and she told Callan that you know, and Katie's using that influence to, to separate them, you know, because he knows that love is the one that love is the power that can defeat Kane. And all in all, I mean, I don't want to spoil the ending. It's not really much of a spoiler because it's pretty predictable. Like, like I said, this is pretty much a remix of the first movie, if you think about it. But all in all, um, I, I enjoyed it, you know, I still am, you know, I, I grew up watching this movie. And you know what, I haven't changed, so I, I like this. And since we're into the topic now, of course, the Poltergeist remake is coming out this year. And I'm gonna be honest, I am looking forward to it, I do want to see the remake. I'm not gonna expect it for it to be better than the original. Um, of course, I know what the ending is gonna be, it's pretty obvious. But, you know, I want to see what Hollywood can pull over from this one. What they what they going to do with a remake. And I also heard they were supposed to do a Poltergeist 4 many years ago when Caroline grew up like an adult Caroline and she was supposed to save her daughter, that she has her own daughter, to battle Kane. Which is kind of going to be kind of weird because what's the point of doing the, the third movie? Well, if we see the ending for part 3, spoiler, 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 it was Zelda's scout in the spirit form actually decided to lead Kane into the light. So... So the um, so the aunt could get her family back. Kind of like Conjuring, it's eighty years and anime probably pretty 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 obvious ripoff from the Poltergeist franchise when you think about it. But I mean, again, I mean, that story would never make sense to me. So I'm glad they kind of scrapped that ideal. But um, but but still, like I say, I, I'm looking forward to the remake. I'm definitely gonna be reviewing it without a doubt. I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the first day opening. But I will be checking it out. That I guarantee you. Peace, guys. See you later.